0: Previously, on parapsychology
1: Cher, what were your previous... bears like? You don't talk about them.
0: Oh, no, we move on. Do you hear that? Like a cross
1: between a loud bee and a remote-controlled drone? That's the sound of a
0: murder bot. Cher? I'm- I'm hoping this reeking garbage is enough to throw it off. Hell yeah I did it! It felt superhuman! Like I was swatting with the strength of
1: ten men!
0: Episode 7. If I could
1: turn back time. Okay. The toast has been burnt, the Fry Baby XL is set to full cod, and I've lit every scented candle I've ever won in a white elephant gift exchange. That's got to cover up our smell. Or maybe cause the apartment to spontaneously
0: explode. Bear we must lie down. I am still in the process of removing acetaldehyde from your system, from the alcohol, and the shock of this encounter is greatly affecting me. Okay, okay, I hear you, I hear you,
1: uh, but we are lacquered in several types of unpleasant liquids right now, and I'm not going to even touch my bed until we take a shower. I just bought new bowl and branch banded sheet sets, ethically made very high thread count. Bearer, please,
0: I don't understand this non-sequitur diversion of the conversation and what it is apropos of. I am finding this current situation difficult to deal with. You're finding this
1: difficult? You're the one who's been lying to me about the danger we're in. That's not true, and I... Don't understand how this occurred. And uh, 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 okay, hold on, hold on. Let's let's head to the tub. No,
0: no water.
1: No water. No water. We'll just lie down.
0: Thank you, Javier. You're welcome, Cher.
1: I suppose you want want some, some friggin' answers. answers? Yeah, I. Like some answers to several questions, such as, what are murder bots? Why are they on this planet when you said they wouldn't be? And, small follow-up to those two, where do you see yourself in five years? By which I mean, how the hell are you going to stop them from executing us over the next five years? Us? It
0: ought to kill me, remember? Which it does by... Burrowing into your flesh and injecting a paralyzing nerve agent that will cause my cell structure to implode. Oh, okay. Then sounds like I've got
1: nothing to worry about then. Maybe I'll head down to the florist, get a bouquet for the funeral. You like orchids?
0: What am I saying? Everybody likes orchids. All right, I understand. You're frustrated and worried sick over me. And I thank you for that, Javier. I'm afraid I don't have all the answers, but I will tell you all that I do know. It begins 33 Earth years ago. Uh, that That's your Earth, not mine. I, I had just returned to my homeworld, Planet One, after a couple centuries of temporarily hitching amongst the other sentient races of this cluster. Oh, it was a wonderful time in my life cycle. One few of my species are bold enough to experience. I had just left the company of my latest bear, Xyverin the Magnanimous. An alien? Yes, um, a member of a wonderful species who call themselves the Gifters. They have an ingrained culture of welcoming hospitality and they're constantly showering friends and strangers alike with presents. Wonderful people. Um, uh, No notion whatsoever of personal property so they're uh, not exactly invited uh, everywhere. You're saying they steal stuff and then give it away? Like outer space Robin Hoods? No, no, no. Stealing implies intent. They just acquire from the communal pool and hand off to others.
1: Ah, so like communism or press-your-luck spins.
0: I don't... Uh, all right, flip through the back catalogue. I see, yes. Uh, listen, mm-hmm. I'm over 600, and that reference was pretty dated even for me. At any rate, I, I returned to a world much changed from the one I had left. You have to understand, Javier, my planet is... In a word, stayed. We had basically no crime, no war, little conflict, and frankly, little excitement. Everything was regulated, orderly, sedate. Yet, suddenly things were different. Uh, For the first time in millennia, there was dissension. The rulers who had been equitable and measured now spoke openly against those they considered different targeting and even imprisoning them and as an intellectual a known pitcher as it were of course i was one of those who were different so they imprisoned you not at first no upon return i Bonded with a bearer who was part of an underground resistance, a group intent on uncovering the cabal of violence which had infected the rulers of my planet. We came to call ourselves the resistors of the cabal of violence. We we were very busy resisting. We didn't have a lot of time for branding. Uh, We worked in secret. Even as their tactics grew more sinister, they developed forbidden andro-robotic technology. They created detention facilities to punish those who spoke out, and they created murder bots to find and kill those deemed too radical to re-educate. Eventually, they came for us. So
1: the murder bots here, they've been sent to assassinate you?
0: Possibly, though. I can't be sure of that. They're not supposed to be any of our people on your world, Javier. It's it, it's possible it has nothing to do with me directly, but simply detecting those with the scent of the spirits. But for how they came to be here at all, I, I, I do not have an explanation. You still haven't told me how you came to be here. It is not easy for me to speak about. I have not yet come to terms with it. Cher, I need to know what you know. I I cannot tell you, but uh, perhaps I can show you. Hey folks, this is Alan from Parapsychology, another fine Interrupted Tales podcast such as Interrupted Tales. We just wanted to thank you for listening and enjoying the show. Hopefully you're enjoying the show. If not, uh, keep listening because we are going to have a crossover with canceled NBC show Timeless. Or did we already have it? We didn't. They got canceled. Uh, luckily, we are on the internet, where only self cancellation exists. So we got that to look forward to uh, this week. I I do want to be serious for a moment and talk about mental health. Uh, while parapsychology is obviously, uh, you know, a comedy, it incorporates the serious and. For us, a highly personal topic of mental health, including dealing with anxiety, depression, and suicide. If you or a loved one is at risk of self-harm, please, please get help. Call the National Suicide Prevention Hotline at 1-800-273-8255. There's no jokes there. Lovelies, I want to get you back into the show, but first I need you to do just one thing for me, and that is stop, go back, listen to what I just said, actually think about who might be suffering from mental health issues, and reach out to them. Send them an email, call them on the phone, go visit them. It does make a difference. Thanks, and back to the show.
1: Have to go back here again? There's nothing. Just sharp, stabbing pain in my back. Ah! Uh,
0: sorry, I think we're slumped against the tub faucet. Just, a. Uh, uh, okay, that's better. <sighs> now uh, a little bit of theater magic. What do you see now, Bearer? It looks like a cave
1: made of brilliant metal, scored in light in strange patterns. It's... It's freezing!
0: Yes. To regulate and slow down the autonomic functions. These walls are inset with tiny little
1: cubes. Clear like glass, but it ring like metal.
0: Transparent aluminum, a highly advanced material, unimaginable to humans. It was in Star Trek 4. The whale one? Where they travel through time by slingshotting around a star? You can't take any of that science fiction seriously, Baron. It was all a preposterous setup for a bunch of cheap self-referential jokes. Um, It was still better than all the others. Except two.
1: The six, First Contact, and the, the first of the Kelvin timeline. Films.
0: Don't talk to me about the Kelvin timeline. We've already had this argument. Now, I'm trying to show you something very personal. Okay. Okay.
1: Sorry. Cubes. There are thousands of them. At least tens of thousands, maybe. They all look the same, just clear cubes with some liquid in them. Some kind of symbol beneath each, each of them different. Like plaques below a really boring Duplo
0: block museum. Well, it definitely was boring <laughs> but it was a prison, not a museum a horrible place designed to punish my people in the most simple yet effective way possible by isolating us from any contact with our hosts that's me right over there no, no, don't bother, I'm too small for you to see Wait, I thought you said you would die within hours outside of a host. Our jailers kept us in a sugar and pinene-rich nutrient bath that provided sustenance and nothing else. Its makeup is similar to the conditions of our oceans during our early evolution. We didn't always live inside hosts. Dunked you in seven up and put you on a shelf. Got it. There's no need to make light of my situation, Bear. For seven years I waited in that cube in complete, solitary abandon. Few understand how horrifyingly lonely it can be. I can. Yes, I know.
1: What's that? I hear explosions or something. Just wait... The door! What's happening? The perspective is all different. Why am I holding a laser pistol? Now I'm running to the wall searching through
0: the shelves? I can read the language. I... I... It's not you, Javier. You're just playing a part in my memories. Speaking the role of another as the words appear in your mind. You want me to act? No, I want you to be. Really, live in the scene. Let the words flow forth. Okay. Um... Let me just get set.
1: But, my spirit! My spirit! Where are you? My spirit... All
0: right, share. Just say share.
1: Share! I must find you and flee this wretched prison we have been entombed in. There! Is that you, my sweet guiding light? Come, my flesh is ready. Bond once again with your former bearer, Jar! Wait, Wait, what? Sorry, but your highly sentient host with whom you had a supposedly equitable symbiotic relationship with is is
0: called Jar? Well, technically their real name is once again unpronounceable by your crude tongue but can be translated roughly as the sacred and noble vessel that carries the bright flame of light. Sorry if You don't happen to have a single word that conveys that complex conceptualization into a name. Plus, they got a nickname quite similar to the word JAR during Pledge Week at the University of Galaxy study for, let's say, uh, unrelated reasons. Really, I, I mean, you want to get into all that in the middle of a memory sequence? Okay, but JAR...
1: I have to say, it's not that far off from Javier. I mean, Jar, Javier, Cher. There's a real sauron
0: Saramon thing going on here. Oh, I'm sorry. Should I invent new identities for intelligent beings because it's inconvenient for you? Yeah, that's exactly what you did with the name Cher. Well, I... I'm just glad she can't hear you. I don't believe she would be very happy with your attitude. Now, can we move on? You're ruining the pathos of this dramatic scene. (sighs) Enter me, oh
1: iridescent one! Wait, are are you going to... Oh, sweet Elcor emotions! Line? There's no... Incandescent
0: soul! Have you now returned to me? Yes, I have returned, Jar, for lo, though many cycles of the five moons have passed, I have thought about you constantly during my unjust internment. But how did you rest free from your own cold prison cell? No.
1: Nope. I'm calling bullshit. You do not talk that way. If this is your memory, you're definitely remembering wrong.
0: Listen, I don't judge you for the summer right after you spend a semester abroad in Australia where you called everybody might and everything was no worries. The bond between spirit and bearer affects both with the passage of time. As they slowly take on each other's speaking habits, mannerisms, even accents. Okay.
1: But I don't sound like a cross between a con man and a stuffy professor, so. Uh,
0: you get there. <clears throat> Tell me quickly, Jar, for we have scant moments until our jailers respond. Our brave companions of the resistance infiltrated
1: the compound, risking their lives to free me and the other hosts accused of false crimes. They set many free in the wing, housing the bearers. I'm afraid I may be the only one left alive. The only one allowed the glorious hope of reuniting with my guiding candelabra. Come, we must leave this fortress and escape to the ship. watch out look
0: over there armored guards even their masks brand them as the devils they are wow the whole
1: laser pew pew thing and everything it's your line. Right! And hellish murder bots to do their bidding. Come this way! Uh, no, it is best if we go back the other way. Fear not, luminous spirit. I spent all my time in this foul place planning our escape to the tiniest detail. Yeah! <laughs>
0: Alright, but I I I think there was an exit sign back there. What are they doing? Did they not see the sign or something?
1: Jar Jar Crane Kick Graphic Exorcism Get over here. Fiends Grip! Knights of the Round
0: John, uh, come on back. Are, are these real moves
1: we're doing? They, they seem kind of. Uh, mm, kind of weak.
0: Uh, I'm a little surprised how sh- human sh- these arms and legs now are. We're from the Peanut Gallery. Um, we have bested the guards, and our freedom is within sight. Quickly! Yes, my ever untouchable flame.
1: We are but steps away.
0: Wait, what is this jar? For so long, my eye-reading tendrils have longed to see the sight of our glorious planet again, but there is no ship to carry us to
1: freedom. No, not us. The Resistance couldn't sneak in a spaceship designed to carry bearers past the defenses. Just this tiny ship, just large enough for the kindest, most gentle, most noble, most capable,
0: most... Come on, Cher. What? It's, it, what happened, okay? This is exactly how I remember it. Mm.
1: Most beloved spirit in the cosmos... I'm just sorry I won't be able to see the stars with you.
0: No. Not as I who am sorry. I will tell tales of your bravery and sing your name for all to hear. Jar. Today's the first time you've mentioned his name. I've
1: heard more backstory about Zaverian the Magnanimous and who's your pickle Harry than about this jar person? Because it was too sad to speak of. Right, but there's also haven't been any tales of bravery. That's what we're doing right now, Javier. (sighs) Okay, you're right. This is your moment. I'm sorry.
0: Sorry, sorry. It's it's just very emotionally raw for me and Also, we're right in the middle of the cathartic denouement. to be frank, you're not exactly selling it. And
1: now... (coughs) Ah. (coughs) Now I give to you my last breath. And with it, the hope of a better future.
0: P.S. It's a fine line between enthusiasm and cabotinage. (laughs) No, Jar. Don't leave me alone.
1: Share. I will... The... Ship... Share. I will... Always... Be... With...
0: You no No oh,
1: That one hurt a lot more going out than going in. Oh wow! That's a large hole Ah Fair minded captors. Could I trouble you for a gel capsule of morphil? Or less enthusiastically a generic equivalent?
0: You have been listening to Parapsychology, an interrupted tales podcast. Parapsychology is written and voiced by Alan Gallarisi and Rob Trevino. Original music by Alan Gallarisi. Narration
1: by Stacy Frost.